The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU baseball players CJ Mayhew, Ryder Giles, Bryson Worrell, and Zach Agnews. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. East Carolina reliever C.J. Mayhew coming off a 4-1 and one week. Unfortunately, that one happened most recently, C.J., but we're going to talk about the week as a whole, and it was a good week for you guys, beating UNCW, Elon, and then winning a series over VCU. So, got to be feeling pretty good, right? No, nah, yeah, feeling really good. Uh, I mean, always coming out, winning a series at home is always big, and then also picking up the two uh, midweek games. How did the UNCW fans treat you guys on Tuesday? We talked about that a lot last week. Were they uh, were they friendly? Uh, surprisingly, it wasn't uh, wasn't as bad as last year. They they uh, they actually had a guy like a security guy in the pen or right beside the pen, so we didn't get too much crap out there. <laughs> uh, got that W on the road. Always good to win on the road, and then with the uh, four straight at home, winning three out of four of those. And man, Saturday, uh, kudos to the Pirate Nation. The weather didn't cooperate as much on sunday and it was an earlier start but man saturday it was packed out there great atmosphere for a baseball game no it was it was uh it was slammed out there i remember i was in the dugout and just looking around it was i think it was me and a couple other guys and we were just looking around talking about how many people was there was taking shots at who could who could have the right guess but uh, <laughs> no it was awesome and it was the 20th most attended game at clark leclerc in history i remember i had to, to read that announcement uh, on Saturday, so that was awesome to see. We also saw uh, some dingers over the weekend, including back-to-back home runs on Friday from Moiling and Starling. Um, let's talk about those for a moment. Great to see Josh Moylan heating up right now. But how about Starling with the? Uh, uh, it wasn't a bat flip. It was a, what do you call that? A bat? <laughs> a strut, maybe? <laughs> it was, maybe a little strut. Whatever it did, it, it looked like he'd uh, he'd done that before because nah, he looked yeah. uh, he looked pretty good doing it. I gotta say. <laughs> do y'all grade like how the home runs look and the trots and all that? Uh, mm, I mean, we'll, we'll tell him how good it was. But I mean, obviously, when he first hit it, I I was just looking at the ball and <laughs> and then when I uh, looked online and saw the video that was posted, uh, it was a uh, was. I mean, I'd give him a pretty good grade. And uh, Carter Cunningham and Bryson Worrell go back-to-back on Sunday. And, man, Worrell hits uh, – he can hit some no-doubters, can he? Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy hits the ball hard. Uh, I mean, harder than probably anybody I've ever seen. And, unfortunately, uh, that was all for the offense yesterday. It happened early in the game. Pirates scored two runs in the 5-2 to two loss. And, CJ, we talked about how yourself and the bullpen – have gotten the starters out of some jams so far this year. Unfortunately, it was kind of the opposite yesterday because Josh Gross might have had the best start of the year for a Pirates so far. Yeah, no, he had a – I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a great start from Gross. Uh, I mean, he's he done it all fall um, pitching-wise, and uh, it showed yesterday that, you know, all his work he's put in is, uh, is really paid off. But, uh, yeah, it was a um, – it was a – we gave it to the bullpen, and uh, we just have to do a better job of trying to keep the score where it is. It was also a week where we saw a lot of middle infielders on the mound. <laughs> and uh, how about Ryder Giles getting the start and looking good? Also pitched well uh, midweek. And then uh, Zach Agnos uh, got some innings in this week as well, helping out uh, the bullpen. No, you have uh, Ryder. I mean, 
he's a good pitcher just because he throws strikes. I mean, he's you know he's going to fill it up. And then Zach's the same way. He's always going to throw strikes, and um, you know that's all you can ask. All right, CJ, uh, the, you, you're one game at a time. You don't look ahead, all that. Well, now the NC State game's here, so we can yeah. talk about oh, it. Yeah. You know, uh, being a, a, a guy that that understands that rivalry, how important is it when you, you play teams like this, and how much do you want to beat those guys? I mean, obviously, I want to beat them pretty pretty bad, but uh, you know, I try not to to make the game bigger than it is. Uh, try to go in there just like any other game and uh, play our best baseball, and that'll give us the best chance to win. And then after that, it's on to conference play. So uh, you, I think you were the one that said it last week. Things kind of reset, 0-0, oh and oh, once yep. you get into conference yep. play. So new lease on life for you guys. And we've seen you dominate this conference uh, in years past. And looks like, uh, looking at the standings, and I talked to Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball last week. He says that going into the year, ECU's the favorite. Maybe that's not changed that much. But looks like this thing's wide open in league play. Could be anybody's year this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um just whoever gets hot, I guess. But uh, I mean, we we're uh, focused on this game right now. But after that, we're, we'll be pretty confident heading into uh, conference play on the road at Cincinnati this weekend. CJ Mayhew joining us. NC State uh, does have a number beside their name. I believe they're coming off a sweep against Georgia Tech, so they're playing pretty well. Uh, first pitch time has moved up to four thirty. We talk about great crowds. Uh, CJ should be another good one there on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's packed. Uh, CJ, so let's talk about where you are uh, right now in this season. Uh, what are you doing well? What do you want to improve on uh, the second half of, of the season? Uh, obviously, um, I mean, I've had a okay start of the season, but uh, I'd like to uh, throw a little bit more strikes and not get behind in counts. And then, uh, I mean, that's that's about it. Is that really the key, those first couple pitches up in a bat, at bat, kind of getting ahead? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can get ahead, is there's just opens up more options of pitches that you can throw so uh, i mean when you're behind the count you, you obviously got to throw something that you you have confidence in as a strike but once you're ahead you can kind of put them away with you know you have multiple pitches so. cj uh three six three era uh two and oh record on the year what numbers if any do you look at i mean is it the, you know the strikeout to walk ratio is that something you look at is it like what are numbers are important to you uh I mean, if, if I'm being honest, I haven't looked at any numbers you don't, okay. this year. <laughs> so, no, nah, I don't. I, I don't really look at them. How about as far as the the analytics side of baseball? It seems to keep growing and growing every year. Uh, anything like that? I mean, are you uh, are you old school, like 100 <laughs> percent, where you're you know you're doing your thing, or do you look at any of that kind of stuff? I'd say more old school. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, the numbers, I they they do play a big part. Uh, just me uh personally i don't i don't really know too much about them so i don't dive deep into them i kind of let our pitching coach do that yeah and the uh and austin knight and company will also kind of let you know what to expect from the hitters you're going to face too right yeah no yeah he'll um i mean that that, i guess that'd be the only thing that i do um coach knight would tell us uh i mean the hitters and some of the hitters on the teams that you know you don't want to let beat us in uh that's about it. C.J. Mayhew joining us. C.J., uh, you said you saw some of Gonzaga Memphis last week. Have you been able to watch any of the tournament uh, over this past weekend? Uh, no, I mean, I watched Carolina, was it last night? That would have been or... Saturday? Yesterday? Okay, yeah. now I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. beat uh, St. Peter's. Yeah, by yeah, I watched. That, that's about the only one I caught up on. So, Final Four set, Carolina versus Duke. First time ever in the NCAA tournament they're going to meet up. And then Villanova, Kansas on the other side. Who wins the whole thing? Mm, 
probably uh, i'd say carolina okay all right uh, the tar heels are rolling right now looking like one of the best teams in the country this is a stacked final four though should be a lot of fun you'll be uh in cincinnati and uh the championships next monday night so uh you'll be able to at least watch that one if you want to uh coming up next monday all right cj uh so um i don't know how we feeling heading into nc state tomorrow team uh, coming off a loss but coming off a four and one week so I don't know how do you how do you balance that? You're only as good as your last game where you lost that one, but you've won four out of five going into tomorrow. So, what's the feeling? Yeah, uh, obviously losing the last game. Uh, I mean, I think it it kind of makes us a little hungry for uh, for tomorrow. So uh, we'll be ready to go. Good deal, CJ. Uh, well, good luck, man. And we'll uh, who knows when we'll see, we might see you on the mound tomorrow. <laughs> Might see, hey, the way Cliff's going this year, we might see you start a game coming up soon. <laughs> we have seen a, a lot of different things as he's trying to find the the right formula to get wins. But uh, y'all keep up the good work, man, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Inside the Players' Lounge, presented by Delcor, joining myself and Chandler in the Pirate Radio Studios. We've introduced him as ECU shortstop. We've introduced him as ECU closer, ECU slugger, power hitter, well, he's now ECU weekend starter, Ryder Giles, joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Ryder, how you doing, man? Doing good. What's going on? So, do you take out the trash too? The <laughs> weekend starter? Yes. What? Uh, when did you get the news that you were going to be starting on Saturday? <clears throat> um, Friday night after the game. So when we all got it? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe five minutes before. Uh, now we've seen you obviously pitch and, and pitch well in games. And did you start midweek? Yes. Yeah, at, you started midweek. You started yeah. against uh, Wilmington. Yeah, right? Tuesday. So you you started before, but like I don't know, weekend starters a little bit of added pressure. Like, do you yeah. feel any different that Friday night or Saturday leading up to the game? No, um, I got to watch more golf before the game, which was cool. I didn't have to be out on the field as as early. Ah, interesting. So I got to chill in the locker room and watch some golf. So. Okay. That was cool. Unfortunately, HV3 lost yeah. uh, in his group to Kepka and them, yeah. so he did not participate. He will be in the Masters. He though. is, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right, so the only change is you got to watch more golf, so I guess you like being a weekend starter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder, you are a pitching machine, and by that I mean you're like a human pitching machine. Like, you just pump in strikes. Yeah. And I guess that's one thing that Cliff Godwin and, and AK and, and everybody likes about you is – you just don't fall behind in many counts. So, I don't know. I guess that's something you pride yourself in, right? Yeah, it is. Um, hitting is really hard to do. And, um, you know, a good hitter's got a 30% chance to get a hit. So, I mean, if you do the math there, you got a better shot of getting him out. Um, so, if you throw strikes, and uh, I think I mentioned it in the post game, um, you know, our defense has been really solid for several years. And so throwing strikes letting them do their thing it's uh it's a pretty simple game when you break it down i was thinking about that yesterday too east carolina and we saw vcu commit a lot of errors but mm-hmm. uh very good defensive week for east carolina in the four to one victory and uh and we that was on display yeah absolutely um you know i think it kind of goes up and down uh the lineup there's uh, no really holes on the field at all so that's that's a great feeling as a pitcher and um you know as an offense too you try to get a couple runs and then you know that defense is going to be good 
I want to highlight uh, Josh Moylan while I'm thinking about it because he got off to that slow start. We're starting to see him hit mm-hmm. the ball. He launched one uh, over yeah. the weekend. But his play at first has been really good, whether it be just fielding a ball, but his throws to second, also the stretches at first. Yeah. He's been really solid over there defensively. Yeah, he has. He um, he really took it upon himself um, you know, in the offseason to get better defensively. And, uh you know he slimmed down a little bit. He uh, he actually looks kind of cut now, which is <laughs> not something I envisioned myself saying six months ago. But uh, he's uh, he's worked really hard and he's he's improved a lot defensively and um, offensively. He's starting to turn it around too. And his exit velocity, you know, not just on home runs but on hits. I mean, Whirl hit some some bombs and yeah. Amac. And you got a lot of guys that can they can hit it, but. I don't know if there was an exit velocity challenge. I think Josh Moylan may win that. Yeah, off, off yeah, definitely. Um, Joey Rezik is another guy too. BP he hmm. launches them, so he he'd be in there too. But right. definitely Josh. Yeah, and uh, he's got a little speed on him too, right? Yeah, Rez he can run. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen him on the base <laughs> pass. Uh, so Ryder Giles, the uh, Saturday starter for East Carolina, and you, you get the win, so that's good. Um, both. Okay, can I say something? Are you going to say I'm jinxing something if I say a fact? No, if it's a, I mean, facts are a. It's a fact and it's from the past. Okay. So this is not going to be a jinx, right? Yeah, go ahead. Both uh, Saturday starters, uh, Mason Delane on VCU side and one Ryder Giles on ECU side, went into the game with 0.00 ERAs. I just found that fascinating. Hmm. No, and that's all I have to say. That was an interesting fact, right? Yeah. No, that's just a fact. You can't dispute that, that's facts. That's an awesome fact. Okay. And, <laughs> and one of them came out of that game. I was, was going to say that, but I didn't want to say Crap. Do we say too much? All right. I won't say anything else. I do want to bring this up, though, with Ryder, because you're not the only position player that goes on the mound. So yeah. We saw Zach Agnos on Wednesday night just yeah. turn into a different – I'm going to ask him about it when he comes on the show in the yeah. 5 o'clock hour. Uh, you know, every pitch, whether you're on the mound or you know in the field, uh, the, you're in every single pitch. You're you're in the zone. Is there a different mentality when you're on the bump, though, rather than that shortstop? I think yeah, I, definitely. Um, he, I mean, with Zach, you have to get his opinion on it. He uh, he's pretty fierce up there. I, don't I know, know if you've seen that. He he really gets into it, and um, I'm not really one to you know do the screaming and stuff coming off the mound, right. but. Zach, he definitely gets into it, so I'm interested to see what he what he has to say so about that. Basically, your mindset just kind of stays the same because I, I was telling Clip uh, on Friday I, I saw him at the breaker and I said, or the breaker <laughs> tiebreakers, uh, and Getting real casual up here. I know, and uh, trying to make it a regular thing. But I was telling, I said, you should have seen Zach, Zach Agnos uh, on the mound. He was just yeah. stomping his feet after a strikeout because we usually see Zach and he's smiling, he's yeah. like laid back, even when he's at second base or shortstop or third base that we saw this weekend he's kind of he seems kind of laid back he's yeah. still in the game but when he's on the mound it's just a whole different animal yeah he does and um man it, it's, it's pretty fun to watch to be honest with you yeah he, uh, he gets up there and he, he's got a live arm and he can run up to 94 95 if he wants to so um i i don't know if it's me not being able to do that that i try to stay a little more calm up there but um yeah definitely ask him i want to see what he says about that he said uh, that he takes uh, a little bit of a jake personality kind of reminded us uh, reminded us of the former agnos that yeah. at east carolina who we have pictures of him hulking up and yeah. stuff yeah uh Ryder, how much did you pitch in high school um i i pitched quite a bit um i i didn't really start that much i can't i usually came in like 
middle of the game, late in games. Um, so not really too much of the starting aspect, but I did pitch quite a bit. And how cool is it? I mean, you've been here for a while now as the everyday shortstop and somebody we rely on in the lineup, but you know, anything it takes to win, right? Like yeah. you're you're doing whatever it takes for this team to be successful. And if that means to come in and eat some innings and not allow a run and a weekend start, so be it. Yeah. Um, I think the coolest part is you get another glove too. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. as a baseball player, you know, that's that's the cool part. You get another glove, but yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever the team needs to win, that's uh, that's kind of been a uh, a mindset that I've tried to take on since uh, my freshman year. And you know, wherever it be, if it's third, short, first, second, whatever, pitching. You, uh, I, I think I asked you this going into the year, but you like your shortstop glove. You, it's all, it's old and worn yeah, in, right? It is. Is it the is. pitching glove a little more pristine? Or yeah, it's um, yeah, it it doesn't really squeeze all the way. So those comebackers, I got to be careful. But uh, yeah, that one's that one's formed a little bit better, a little nicer, smells better. <laughs> and you come out to uh, low rider as your warm up music for yeah. pitching. That, that's a nice touch. What's your remind me of your walk up song again? Uh, hitting. Yeah. By the world. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not familiar with that one, yeah. but we all enjoy the uh, the low rider when yeah. you're warming up to that. Yeah. Good touch. I really like um, Bad Company, which is uh, Jake Hunter, I want to say. Yeah. For a young guy to have that classic rock, that's a pretty badass wa- uh, warm-up song, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, it is. I it like is. that. I, I think he probably had some help with that one. I think he's a little young for that. Hey, definitely young for that, yeah. but uh, but I like that call. All right, so coming <laughs> off a 4-1 and one week... And as I'll say to all the guys, unfortunately, that one happened most recently. So, how do you how do you look at a four and one week when the most recent one was a loss? You know what I'm saying? It was a good week, yeah. but it didn't end great. Yeah, it's. I mean, you kind of when you lose on Sunday, it's you kind of forget you went four and one right. just because you know it sucks ending the weekend like that. But um, when you go back and assess the week. I mean, you get a, a, a tough road win at UNCW, which we haven't played good at historically. Right. Um, and then Elon in pretty crappy conditions weather-wise. And then, you know, a series win at home. So all in all, it was a great weekend, but it was tough to, you know, end it on a loss. And man, Ryder, you had a lot of people watching you on Saturday. That was yeah. a, a regional-like crowd at yeah. Clark McClare. Yeah, I went down to the bullpen like the seventh inning to uh, – I can't remember what I was doing. I was talking to Chuck, I think, and I looked back. I was like, "Man, it, there's a lot of people out here." <laughs> it, was, you, it was great atmosphere. Did you earn a jungle jump Saturday? I forgot to look. I and did. See. Okay, I did, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And look, we're we're used to seeing whether it be you and Norby up the middle, <laughs> you and Agnos. Uh, now we're starting to see more of Joey Barini, Jacob Starling, and 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 by the way, his. Uh, if it's not a bat flip, it's a bat yeah. drop. Is yeah, that like a pimp walk. It's like yeah, that, I would yeah, I would describe it as pimp walk. That's good. Do you guys? Uh, did you go back and review the film on that? Because he looked yeah. pretty cool doing that. He did. He looked very comfortable doing it. Norby <laughs> Norby uh, quoted the tweet and said that looks familiar, but that's just Norby making everything about himself. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I didn't see that, yeah. but that's interesting. But uh, no, seeing these guys get in the lineup and produce, not only great for the now, but kind of good to have for the future too right a pirate yeah. baseball yeah absolutely star and uh we call uh joey brina we call him shack um so interesting nickname for him but uh shack and star they uh they work really hard and you know they're both great players and we're we're starting to see that uh, all right should i ask about the shack i was gonna or? ask too how, yeah how so about? so he uh, freshman fall um first day of practice 
he comes out we're taking ground balls him and i at short and uh he's got these i mean he's a smaller guy you know like smaller guys wear like the um low top like fast cleats Mm. and like the catchers wear the big high top clunky ones he comes out to shortstop wearing these big clunky (laughs) i was like man you got the shack 3000 that's great shack i like that so we just we just started calling him shack and it stuck and um He's got it on his glove now, too, so he's fully embraced it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Shaq will be the real Shaq as Joey Barini goes to Cincinnati on Friday. The real Shaq will be in Greenville at Doggy Jam. Right across the street. On Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You guys going to be there? uh, I'll be be here. here. Somebody from Pirate Radio will be there, and hopefully we can get Shaq on for a few minutes. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. Uh, one day, Ryder, you'll be able to do this cool stuff yeah. when you're done playing baseball. Yeah, I'm looking forward to but it. But unfortunately, you got a uh, a baseball series to go <laughs> win at Cincinnati. Before that, it's NC State tomorrow at home. It's got to get the juices flowing a little yeah, bit, right? Absolutely. First time uh, I've ever played them in the regular season. We played them once in the regional freshman year, but first time playing them in the regular season. So, so cool. l- last Tuesday, you started against an yeah. in-state opponent. Could it be the same tomorrow? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess we'll find out we when you do. Find out, yeah. I, if you guys, you guys probably will find out before I do. So. <clears throat> now that is interesting, though. That uh, well, I mean, did you have any idea on that Friday that you might be throwing some the next day? Like, I, I yeah, I okay. kind of had a feeling. I didn't know that I'd be starting or yeah. whatever. But I, I kind of had a feeling I would be throwing at some point. Your confidence level has to be at an all-time high right now while you're on the mound, right? Yeah. Like, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah, feels good. Yeah. And I, you hear the term, like, pitching to contact. You're not up there throwing 98. You're, you're getting your strikeouts here and there, but yeah. you're you're trusting the defense behind you, right? Yeah, well, I can run it up to 98 if I want to. I just choose yeah, not to. Show just, yeah, yeah, I just choose not to. So, okay. Um, Why are you choosing not to? That would be cool to see. Yeah, um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I should probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> How many pitches do you have? Four. What are they? Um, fastball, slider, changeup, sinker. How fast is your change? It's about 75, 77. Okay. 75, 77. And your sink, how often do you throw the sinker? That one is like, that one I'll usually, that's the one where I go like into a righty or into a lefty, just kind of try to get on the hands a little bit okay um so that one's i mean that one's you can't really tell the difference between the fastball velo wise it's usually about the same um like 80 if i'm feeling good maybe 84 85 but all right and man that's got to be hell for a righty to with that arm angle yeah. you got and you're at the very end of the mound yeah. over here right yeah did you hit that guy in the left-handers batter no box? no i didn't and they went and reviewed it said you still hit him yeah the kid the uh, the angles are not good i don't think yeah but J-Dub, uh, no, Ryan, Ryan was catching. He said uh, he said the umpire didn't say anything. The batter looked at him and said, I think that hit me. And then, <laughs> and then the umpire awarded him first base. Wow. So yeah. I was like, that's... He, he didn't even say that hit me. He said, I think that hit me. Yeah, and he if you go back and watch it, he didn't even react. Like right, It took him a couple seconds to And Blue was like, you know moving. what? Yes, it did. Take you know what? Base. You look very trustworthy. And yeah. I'll say this. Credit to that. <laughs> you look like a trustworthy fella. Credit yeah. to that hitter because as fast as you're throwing... 
to pretend he didn't feel it. Yeah, you knew that stung. Yeah, when, when a rider Giles fastball hurt, you, yeah, ninety eight miles per hour. It, yeah, it had to have hurt. Credit to him for not rubbing it, for not even reacting. Well, he didn't play on Sunday, so he was probably still <laughs> sore. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He pinch hit. He, he came yeah. in late. He, he was, was still so banged sore. up. Coach is like, "Hey, you good to go after yesterday?" That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, Ryder Giles joining us. And, uh, Ryder, keep up the good work, man. You guys, it's just one game. Us fans put more in it uh, than it probably deserves. But any extra for NC State tomorrow or just another nine-inning game? Another nine-inning game, but there will be some uh, there'll be some uh, rough feelings both ways, I'm sure. So it'll probably be a pretty good one. And you're getting in the league play where you start to know some of the competition guys you've played against over the years. Who's the uh, the chirpiest team in comp- in the American? That's got to go to um, <clears throat> the Corey Glores down there. In, uh, ah, in Tulane. Tulane. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Corey, though. You'll be seeing Corey uh, coming up later on in April. Yes. Yep. Looking forward to it. I think it was – it must have been the guys before – it was the Packard – Brickhouse era. I think South Florida, they hated those guys, yeah. right? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the Gavin thing, too, telling that guy to get back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he, yeah. And then he, yeah. We'll, we won't say what happened. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of former players, how about Burley getting a hit <laughs> off of DeGrom? Did he go DeGrom and Scherzer? And Scherzer in the same game. Yeah. That'd be like you striking out. And there's Name a, some guys, Acuna and Freeman, back to back. And there's a there's a stat out there where I believe only 13 players yeah. got a hit off of them last year. Yep. And now Burley had one off of each in the uh, same each day. Pitcher. Yeah. In the same day. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. All right, Ryder. Well, good luck, man. And uh, where, whether we see you in the mound or in the field tomorrow yeah. or at the dish, whatever. You'll, you'll be you'll be playing baseball. We know that for a yeah. fact. Just don't know. Where. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't know where. Do you have a uh, championship pick for? Uh, Next Monday night, who's going to survive the Final Four and win the championship? Uh, Coach Godwin's probably going to hate me for saying this, but I got to go with the Heels. All right, uh, I think CJ said the same. Yeah, so I hope so. Y'all right. might have some extra running to do. Yeah, we might be. <laughs> All right, Ryder, thanks, man. Enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Speaking of bad basketball news, let's go over Bryson World's bracket real come on, quick. Come on, come on. <laughs> Bryson said off the air he may have the worst bracket of all time. And you went over your final four, Bryce, and you had Gonzaga. No shame in that. Yeah. A lot of people did. Um, you trusted the SEC too much with Kentucky and Auburn, who didn't make it out of the first weekend. Nope. And your other team, Arizona, lost uh, in the Sweet 16. So, rough year for you, Bryce. Yeah, not a very good bracket. That's all right. No, you're good at hitting a baseball. <laughs> and, by the way, we owe you some spins. So we get them out of the way? Uh Bryson went deep on Sunday. Now, we could do this on our own, or you could spin us. It's up to you. It's up to y'all. Yeah, I want to see y'all spin it this time. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do four How, spins each. Year. All right. Four spins? Did you get any other hits yesterday? Yeah, I had one. Uh, single? Yep. All right. We'll five. do five. Let's All go. Right. Ready? <laughs> My chair's out of control. <laughs> Three. Four. This does not look five. good, fellas. Oh, jeez. Busy? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> hey, that's what a tilt world does. <laughs> Bryson, you hit uh, no doubters when you hit them, too. That's got to feel pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. And the one you hit yesterday, you hit it into the wind, too, which has got to tell a lot of people about yeah. the power that you had. Yeah, I will say point. Carter's before mine was also impressive because that was into the teeth of the wind. Yeah. Like the wind mm-hmm. was going straight in. Into the right kind of, field. Yeah, kind of across in from center. 
and that was pretty impressive. Two separate times that the Pirates went back to back in home runs yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, so. Star and Moylan on Friday night. Yep. So I did not notice. I was there on Sunday. I was watching the TV at Tiebreakers Chandler. We were watching it. Uh-huh. Uh, when the back to backs happened on Friday night, and Jacob Starling. He admired his work. No, that was actually a pretty cool um, pimp job. Wasn't it? That was sweet. Do you now? You're, are you a? You're not much of a pimper, are you? No, nah, I have. I kind of don't want to get embarrassed when I hit one and I think it's gone, and then right, I look yeah. up and the left it or catches at the wall or something like That's that. That's a good way that to be. That would be pretty embarrassing. Ronald Acuna's done that a couple times, and <laughs> it uh, he's ended up like at first base instead of second. So run him out, Bryson. Act like you've been there before. Keep that up. Uh, but uh, but good work and a good week for you guys. And I asked Ryder this a moment ago. You know, how do you describe it on this Monday where you go four and one, you win a series, but your last game is a loss? It's yeah. kind of a so. How do you look at it when you come in here on a Monday? Um, I guess it's kind of like a mix of emotions because you wanna you wanna seal that uh, weekend sweep and get that win on Sunday. But um, yeah, overall, I mean, would be a bunch of quality opponents this week. Um, going to the UNCW, that's always a really tough place to play. So. Yeah, we'll take a four and one week, but definitely wish we got that win on Sunday. Yeah, and your home run was the last run the Pirates scored. And Cliff Gowen said yesterday that you get a 2 0 lead. And I don't know, sometimes you start feeling good about yourselves. I got to be honest, watching Groves pitch and you guys with a 2 0 lead, I was thinking sweep. And uh, I don't know, maybe some of the players did as well. You got to kind of keep that foot on the gas. Yeah, I think that's what we did a good job of on Friday and Saturday, too. Um, we got early leads and we kind of added on a little bit towards the end of the game, um, end up scoring more runs, which kind of helped us out because they hit that three run home run, I think, Saturday that put them within like two or three runs, I think. Uh, but yeah, we did that yesterday and it kind of sucks because Groves, I mean, he went out there and pitched his tail off yesterday. I mean, that's the best I think I've ever seen him pitch here. Maybe the best start of the season for a Pirate starter. Jake Kuchmaner's had some good ones as well. And we'll give some credit to, once again to Ryder Giles. How about him, uh, the shortstop, coming in to start on Saturday in front of a big crowd and, and did what he does, threw strikes, got ahead, and then looked good. That was awesome. Yeah, that was the second start of the week he started against UNCW, too. And uh, I know it's probably weird for him because I think that's his second and third start of his career here. But, I mean, he's going out there throwing strikes and getting out, so you can't ask for much more. Have you faced him at all? Yeah, I've faced him a few times. I mean, it's pretty difficult to hit against because, like, you don't see a guy throwing down there from every day. And then his fastball is, like, kind of sneaky because you kind of expect it to be soft from throwing down there. But, I mean, he's a shortstop, so he's got some pretty decent arm strength, so it kind of gets on you a little bit. And uh, we were talking to uh, to Brandon Manning, former Pirate, on Thursday, and I can't remember why it came up, but I asked, did he play any big leaguers in his career? And he said he was on a travel team that went to Virginia and played against Verlander, who was at shortstop. He didn't pitch. Justin Verlander, the Upton brothers, and Ron Zimmerman were all on a team. And he said, we beat them uh on a friday and i was like how the hell did you beat those guys and he said our pitcher was throwing so slow they couldn't like they didn't know what to do with it then they brought in their ace the next day who's up there throwing you know 90s probably and they got beat by like 10 runs so, so just, some justin verlander wasn't the ace on that team i, I guess not <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point um well no no they were throwing north carolina was throwing their ace against verlander's okay, got, team gotcha. but for verlander to be playing short instead of pitching yeah that is <laughs> kind of strange uh, but it goes to show that sometimes when that velocity's down 10 miles an hour, 15 to what you're used to, it's, it's yeah, tough to hit, yeah, right? Difficult to hit. And that arm angle, too, you're right. Uh, so good week of baseball. Now NC State coming up, Bryson, and it's just one game on a schedule full of, full of a lot of games. But I don't know, anything added to a, a rivalry game like this? Yeah, I think there's a little bit added to it. I mean, 
obviously you're playing against an, kind of an in-state rival. Um, you're going to have hopefully a pretty good crowd there. We always have, always have a good crowd, so I think they'll be out there. But, yeah, there's definitely some more emotions when you're playing a um, team like that. Is it any different with baseball compared to, like, football and basketball where you're – you're doing more running and things like that. You need that emotion, that that crowd behind you. How about baseball? Saturday felt like almost a regional game with all yeah, the crowd out there. Sweet. Is it? Do you have to like pump yourself up a little more when there's not a big crowd like that? Does it bother uh, you at all? Not really. Uh, I think you kind of treat it the same way, but definitely having that crowd out there is going to give you that adrenaline boost when you're up the plate and out in the field. And, uh, man, they showed out in full force on, on Saturday. And pretty good crowd yesterday in the 5-2 to two loss to VCU. And you got conference play coming up, Bryson. And uh, everything kind of records uh, out the window once you begin conference play. And uh, looking forward to another good year in AAC play. It starts this weekend at Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm um, <clears throat> going to Cincinnati. Uh, they, are, they always have a pretty good team. Uh, last year, I think, we lost on a walk-off there. I think Norby had a little, a little um, error there. The, they walked us off. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun place to go play. I always join play there. And, uh, Bryson, how about how much do you look around the the landscape of college baseball or the opponents you play? Have you watched any teams coming up on the schedule? Do you just worry about it when the time yeah, comes? Yeah, honestly, or? I don't really watch uh, other teams that often. I kind of just see some highlights or something, but I don't really do look too far into it beforehand. And we've talked about it, too, as far as scouting goes. You you don't really get your information on the pitchers until pretty close to the game, right? Like yeah. night before, maybe day of? Most of the time it's the day of, but if we have some video that we'll watch maybe the day before, um, if we have time, we'll just they'll send it to us early and we'll watch some video. But most of the time, yeah, it's kind of right before game time. So today's considered an off day, but we've talked to you about that. You uh, get some swings in, some lifting in. Yeah. Uh, game day Tuesday, and then you'll hit the road coming up for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So what's like? What's Wednesday, Thursday this week like for you with no games? Uh, Wednesday will probably be a lift and a light practice. Um, Thursday is our travel day, so I think I looked at the schedule. I think we leave around 6 a.m., 7 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, fly there. We'll have a practice on Thursday night around 6 o'clock, so... And we talked talk to Ryder and the infielders about this. How about the outfield? Are there the surfaces different places you go as far as fake turf, uh, grass, yeah. things like that? Uh, turf, but also the wall. You kind of have to get used to how different walls play, like running into the wall if it's soft or hard. Is the ball coming off at weird angles? So, yeah, it's kind of getting – it's a little adjustment. Do you have time to, to get figure that out before games? Yeah, before – during our practice, uh, we have on Thursday nights. We kind of go around, we'll throw the ball off the wall. Maybe if it's a turf field, we'll, like, hit some pop flies and see how it bounces off, if it's springy or something like that. Bryson World joining us, East Carolina, coming off a nice 4-1 and weekend, and the Pirates will now take on NC State. That's uh, Tuesday at 4.30. And I believe they were going to try to get – and maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but Michael Schwartz to throw out the first pitch. I think he's going to be off recruiting on Tuesday, so the new basketball coach won't be throwing out the first pitch, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Did you notice Chancellor Rogers or Kirk Kraft throwing out the first pitch? Did you see those this weekend? Yeah, I did see those. I mean, two impressive pitches. Yeah, I know. Um, Coach Kraft even stepped off and looked the runner back one time. And then Coach Kraft, right after he delivered that pitch, went up to the press box and said, hey, Clip, did you see that pitch? I was like, yeah, I introduced you. Yeah, we saw – he was like, that was good too. And I I even stepped off, 
And I was like, yeah, coach, we saw it. Like a kid in the candy store. He was like so jacked up. And I was like, yeah, it was a strike. It was a great pitch. You saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. We all saw it. Uh, he was fired up, man. No, but coach, we all turned around uh, when you got on the mound. <laughs> and Bryson Wood made his impressive. Not only did he do the theatrics, but he threw from the mound. A lot yeah, of first did. pitches go in front of the mound. Yeah, he got it all the way there, too. When's the last time you pitched? Uh, high school. I kind of want. I kind of want to pitch. I've been teasing Coach Knight a little bit as a hey coach. Give me one bullpen, but yeah, he kind of shuts that down pretty quickly. Oh man, uh, yeah, you got to show the guys what you. What were your? Uh, you, th- you a hard thrower? I guess. Um, kind. I think I was like eighty eight, ninety okay. around there, but I had a pretty decent uh, stat roll my senior year that explains a lot because there was one game i I was out there kind of early in the jungle and i was watching you guys warm up and i want to say you were out there warming up and like acting like you were a pitcher do you do that a lot when you warm Uh, up or is uh, that just like you're just fooling around or yeah i'm just fooling around yeah it's not really anything serious how about uh agnos going up there hitting 93 yeah he, he can chuck it I mean, he looks great in the field throwing. Yeah. He's got a long throw uh, out there in deep short when the balls hit to uh, his right, I guess. And we've seen that. But, man, he, I know yesterday in particular he went 93, and then the next pitch was 84. Got a guy out in front yeah. of it. And that's uh, pretty impressive work by your middle infielder. Yeah, no, he has some good stuff. I know he pitched up in the Capes on this summer, too. So, I mean, he's got the, he's got the stuff. And you've you played with Zach a, a while now. What is the Zach Agnos at shortstop? at second base or maybe like at third base like we saw him over the weekend compared to that Zach Agnos that's on the mound? I honestly think it's the same guy. I mean, he's always going to have that emotion when he plays and, I mean, it fires the rest of the team up too. Yeah. He definitely had that emotion uh, on Wednesday night in yeah, the rain. So he did. that was uh that was fun to see. Bryson World joining us. Uh, Bryson, let's see. We got spring football going on. We got a East Carolina uh, Tristan Newton in the transfer portal. That's kind of a bummer, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I appreciate you sticking it out here at East Carolina. You don't hear about portal and baseball a ton like you do other sports. Maybe it'll happen down the road, but I don't know. Well, you just mentioned it, so it's going to happen a lot. Damn, you're right. Take that out. Edit that. Take that out. What do you think, Bryson? Is that something that is going to be maybe more prevalent in baseball moving forward? Um, I still think it's pretty prevalent. I just don't don't think you hear about it as much, Um, especially for like us. I mean, we have pretty good culture. I feel like guys want to stick around, but yeah. I think it's definitely something that's start to increase over the last couple of years. Yeah, no doubt. If you weren't playing at East Carolina, where would you be playing? It's a weird question. Honestly, I have no clue. <laughs> no idea. No, a good answer. Uh, it's East Carolina or bust uh, exactly. for, for Bryson World. All right, Bryson. Well, I appreciate you hanging out, man. Good luck this week uh, against NC State tomorrow and also Cincinnati this weekend. And uh, we'll have some more uh, – Ride on the Tilt World coming up next week. Sounds good. Appreciate huh? it. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live inside the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Delcor and joining us, East Carolina infielder slash pitcher Zach Agnos earning the win against Elon on Wednesday and also pitched this weekend as well. And uh Zach, good week for you. Good four and one week for the Pirates. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh like we mentioned, it was a good week. Uh which could have gone five and zero, oh, but um, we're not going to be we're not going to beat ourselves up about four and one. But overall, solid week. I'm doing pretty good. Chandler, you brought this up to me Wednesday night sports trivia at AJ's. Uh, you were like, uh, 
man, this Agnos, he, he's so easy to talk to when he joins us. He's kind of a, a happy-go-lucky guy. He gets locked in and everything, but you say when you saw him on the mound. It was just a different. It was like it, a transformation. It was, like, it was scary because you're, like like you said, every time we see you, every time you walk in, you're gen- like you really enjoy to be here. You're always just kind of like go with the flow. What I saw Wednesday night was just like a whole, a whole different person. Uh, you strike, you struck out the side the one time, and man, the the emotion, the just the passion we saw from Zach Agnes, which we see it a lot, but I feel like it was just a different way of expressing it. What is that mindset? What's the difference in the mindset of being at second, at short, or maybe at third, like you were this past weekend? What's the what's the mindset? How does that change when you when you go on the bump and, and start throwing strikes? Yeah, so on the bump, like for me, it's every single pitch. I'm like locked in, locked in, like and I'm getting the sign and getting back on the mound. Whereas third base or in the infield, it's like pitch. I'm in already. I'm locked in. Boom. Then I pick up Palumbo, see what he wants to do with me. And then usually the pitcher's getting assigned, so I have a few seconds to take my glove off, take a deep breath, kind of veg out, and then right when we're back in, I'm locked back in. So it's like it's a continuous like thing, and it's just locked in. And <clears throat> like you said, I didn't even know I struck out the side. I was just like just getting up there and throwing. I was like I'm just getting the sign and throwing where he told me to, and if I miss, I miss. Like I don't care, but I'm not going to throw balls. I'm just going to get up there and tag zone. So. Definitely different. Um, Jake actually texted me after the game. We had a good talk. He's like, that's the mentality that you need to take to the plate more often. And he's like, you need to just take it everywhere more often because you'll be a lot more successful and uh, get the results you want. Yeah, I was going to ask you if your uh, your brother had any advice for you. or did it, What positive feedback did he, he give? He actually gave me the highest compliment I've ever received from him. No, I'm just kidding. But he did give me a compliment. <laughs> he said, uh, he, said he, he thought I was great. He said it was really impressive what i did and um he says it carried over into my last at bat when i went up and hit the ball up the middle very first pitch you saw yeah turned on it right yeah and uh he was like and then he sent me a video i was like hey like how's my mechanics look i haven't thrown off the mountain in a while he said i wish i had your lower half which like just how they worked and stuff and Hmm. i was like that's actually a really nice compliment thanks jake save that one i know i was like i'm gonna say i'm just gonna start keeping a little note tab of everything but <laughs> no it was actually really good he was he was super pumped up about it so was john my other brother and uh yeah it was it was, it was fun i'm trying to find a particular picture i used to use it a lot and your brother didn't like it of him oh hulking up yeah after his his was like <laughs> <laughs> and uh but we saw some of that with zach after that strikeout right yeah, he had to be more proud probably of the emotion you were showing and just the absolute control you were in so much control of that game when you you got on the mound and uh, we saw a lot of that with your brother when he was here too so um the command and and you know yeah. all the words you used with the pitcher it was there for you yeah right? it felt felt really good everything kind of fell into place five strikeouts in an inning and two-thirds uh on the win against elon and you got the win in that game carter spivey came in to get the save and another moment with you and an opposing pitcher Zach, you hit a line drive over the weekend. Was it Saturday or Sunday? I can't remember. Saturday. That hit a pitcher, and you ran to first, as you always do. They were able to throw you out. It was a great play by their shortstop. Uh, But immediately after that, your head, your hands were kind of on your helmet like, oh, God. Uh, But he's okay. Yeah. You know, I I went up there with my approach. I was like, he's going to throw a slider, so I'm going to just sit on it, wait on it. And he threw it, and it was like (laughs) – a little bit inside but I was like I'm going to really force it up the middle because there's Hoover was on second that's like our approach with a guy in scoring position to stay inside the ball and I hit it and as soon as I hit it I didn't even like think I just looked 
and it hit him and I kind of like hesitated and then I was like oh shoot I gotta still I still gotta run I'm playing first. baseball <laughs> I still gotta run to first right and uh, it turns out I thought it hit him right in the throat it hit him in the back of the shoulder thankfully mm. um, yeah I was pretty shook up about it for, yeah. for that but I was glad to hear he was okay and um, I mean I smoked that ball I think it was 106 miles an hour off the bat so oh look he's got the picture of Jake right there Oh, yeah, that is the one I was looking for, full Hulk mode. Uh, But, yeah, that was a scary moment, and we saw the concern on your face. And you kind of went over there, but everybody was dealing with them, so you didn't get involved. My aunt was at the game, and she thought I was saying, review the play that I was safe at first. I was like, like, no, no. Review it. I was totally safe as the guy was, like, rolling in vain. I got to tell you, as a a guy working those games, that is my least favorite signal now is seeing that. uh, Another review. But I get it. You want to get the call right. It's just uh, – well, Ryder says he did not hit that guy um, with the ball on Saturday, and they reviewed it and said they still did. So sometimes you can't even get all the angles on yeah, it. Yeah, it's – it's you got to be – it's got to be like the perfect play to get like – to get it overturned. And there has to be – and it's just a lot that has to go into it. Yeah. Angles, how blurry the camera. It's a lot, so – uh, good week of baseball, 4-1, as you said. Uh, you were wishing to close it out yesterday. But uh, after back-to-back home runs from Cunningham and World, the Pirate Bats go quiet. And, uh, and and Bryson talked about it, that you guys have been able to tack on some runs, and you needed them because Layden Games team could, could hit a home run, get back right. in it. Uh, but you guys were unable to do that on Sunday. Yeah, it's just... I mean, we talk about being inconsistent all the time, and once we decide we want to be a consistent team and really sell it to the approach we get, then we'll be a really good team. But um, until then, we have this thing that we call keeping the chain connected. Um, If we don't keep the chain connected, basically our offense isn't going to produce, and that's, you know, keeping the chain connected could be getting – we could be sitting on an off speed and getting jammed by a fastball. That's technically keeping the chain connected because we didn't hit the ball off the end of the bat. and We've just been inconsistent with it. But, I mean, we've definitely made a lot of improvements because the first two games, I think, what did we score? Eight runs and seven runs the first two games. Um, yep. So we're, we're getting there. Um, we just got to make a few small steps, especially rolling into conference play and uh, t- tomorrow night especially because they're, they're a good team. Yeah, well, you won a pitcher's duel uh, against UNCW and then scored 7-8-7 seven, seven in the next – Yeah, th- those are pretty good numbers, right? Yeah. Numbers Solid. you want to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely. NC State coming up uh, tomorrow, Zach. Just another game on the schedule. It's important to the fans, yeah. important to the program. It, any added interest in that one for you uh, as a player? No, I don't. Uh, I mean, a little bit. My grandpa, my grandfather went to NC State, okay. uh, played soccer there, but that's about it. And uh, the only added interest is uh, I think this game could really turn our season around, especially if we get this win because they're a great opponent, uh, well coached, got a lot of talent. Um, and you know, get the fans back invested. You know, well, I mean, we had great crowds this weekend. Saturday was awesome. Saturday was incredible. But um, no, like I said, nothing really interesting. It's just another game. But uh, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I think if you can't show up for this game tomorrow, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you're playing baseball here. Zach Agnos joining us inside the Players Lounge, brought to you by Delcor. You can call Delcor today three two one eight eight six eight. Visit DelcorInc.com. When it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing repair, you can always rely on the service professionals at Delcor. Conference play beginning this weekend, Zach, and uh, the the slate is clean. Everybody's zero and zero in conference play, and uh, this is a conference that we've seen East Carolina win in the past. I know you're got your sights set on that again. I, I asked Bryson this. I'll ask you: Do you pay attention to 
how the other teams on your schedule are playing? Do you watch college baseball? Keep an eye on it. Um, if there's a game on ESPN Plus, like me and Mayhew, we'll throw it on and watch it a little bit. Um, we'll check up scores, and I mean, we don't really pay too close attention because I mean, I couldn't tell you if anybody in our conference is really having an insane year. Yeah. Um, I don't know specific players. Like I know last year Tulane had their catcher Bennett Lee, who's having a phenomenal year. I don't even know. I don't know how anybody like that's doing. But um, no, I mean. If it's on the TV, we'll throw it on, watch it a little bit, see, talk about what we see. That's pretty much it. Uh, do you uh, you think we'll be seeing you on the mound coming up tomorrow? There's a chance. Okay. There's a chance. I don't know. I don't know. That's I feel like uh, you guys should have inside info, but Ryder said he didn't know he was starting Saturday until Cliff said something to the press Friday night. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes you find out when we do. Uh, right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, it's a, it's a, usually, he, I mean, usually he'll tell the pitcher – they're starting, but he won't tell everybody else just so that the pitcher can start getting like gotcha. locked in and their routines if they have one. Well, so. you said post game last Wednesday that you come to the park thinking you could pitch yeah. just to have it in your head, yeah. right? But you don't really know for sure. Don't know at all. I really don't. I like to, um, when we warm up to throw before in and out, I usually like to throw like my change up in my slider just to make sure they're okay. Um, just so that if I do come in, I have I still have a feel for it. It's not like a foreign grip to me. So, well, that arm is live and ready to go because you've made a ton of throws between third and short this year over to first, and that's a long throw that you have to make in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's something that you know, especially at third, I had to learn how to get the ball in my glove a little bit quicker because. It's a little bit farther than shortstop at times, a little bit closer to short. Like the one on Friday, that ball was really far, and um, my arm was still still a little sore from Wednesday. Uh, but I just literally – I didn't even look to where to throw it. I was like, I got to get rid of this ball. But, uh, no, it's just pretty much instincts and just trusting my arm because I know I got a good enough arm to make the throw. For me, this is outside looking in. I may be completely off, but, like, Connor Norby was not really known for his defense. He was more of a, a hitter. Yeah, I would Amac and Moylan. I would say are similar to that in that same camp. But I got to give them credit. I talked about it earlier. Moylan on his throws to second yeah. to get the lead runner on his stretches on just fielding the ball. Yeah, he's like really good. And Amac's made some good plays in third this year. Amac's been a vacuum. And, yeah. Um, you know, that's Josh Mullen, that play he made with the push bunt, the dude pushed the bunt yeah. and threw it to me at short. That's one of the most under underappreciated plays of the I admit I was saying no, no, no watching the game. And well, I was like, no, well, no, no, yes, great play. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, that dude that was that laid the bunt, he's really fast, like one of the best runners on their team. And that's, I mean, Josh Mullen's coming off the bag. The pitcher can't beat the guy there. The second base, so the only play. That was his had, only play. That's the only play you have second base. And that's some, I, I mean, we worked on that play so much last year because we had Gavin and Carson and couldn't hit them. So people just started bunting off All of right. So we're like, we're got to figure out how to uh, defend that. And uh, How much uh, was there communication going on? There's a lot of twos on the field, two, yeah, two, two. I was screaming too. Yeah, I was screaming yeah. too the whole way. I really don't hear anybody other than myself when I play. I'm like, and I'm pretty loud. So, <laughs> <laughs> and look, as as much stress as y'all put on opposing teams with your bunting, with moving around, you guys got to be prepared for it in the field as yeah. well, right? Right. Uh, and we were able to see you guys. I guess this is part of the the chain, right? The uh, the manufacturing of runs, oh, yeah. all that that you guys were able to do last week. Right. Yeah. Keeping the chain. 
Uh, Zach Agnos joining us. Bryson World said he had it, maybe the worst bracket in America. Uh, I don't know if you filled one out. You're not a big basketball guy. But it is Carolina Duke, Villanova, yeah. Kansas. Maybe the best Final Four of all time. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Who comes out of it? Who's going to win it? I'm going to say Kansas. My high school coach, uh, he's big. He's from Kansas. All right. They're big Jayhawk fans. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that for you. You're welcome, Coach B. I hope that's <laughs> the case. That would uh, that would help me out. So, is that who you got? I have them winning. Um, and I have something else that we'll talk about once you're out of school because we don't <laughs> – gambling is not appropriate <laughs> especially if you're a student athlete that's so right we don't talk about any of that that's right uh all right zach so <laughs> the week ahead looking forward uh to the trip to cincinnati are you guys able i think i've asked you this are you able to enjoy any of the cities you go to or is it all baseball not really no we yeah. just pretty much baseball we show up we get there i mean usually sometimes we'll take us out for a team meal somewhere i don't know like last year when we were at vanderbilt we went to a nice restaurant we're in florida i think what's like cheesecake factory so we get to not explore but uh so when you go to like new orleans will Corey glore be able to take you out in the town or uh, uh <laughs> probably not he's a traitor no just kidding. <laughs> that's right no, no i'm just kidding love Corey, but uh no i'm sure we'll be able to just peek out from the bus window i hear you yeah but, but uh i remember asking jeff charles the football and basketball announcer and he says nah clamp it's just hotel rooms different yeah. hotel rooms that's yeah, about all that's you see that's it and i also hate flying so conference play is mm. a bad time for me yeah you can ask Ryder. he every time we're flying he always finds where i'm sitting to see me in my chair <laughs> with a death grip on the ball on the uh armrest and just eyes clenched everything freaking out i'm just i'm a, I'm a bad person to you're not with. the all-in-one buddy <laughs> well good news you got cincinnati tulane memphis so that's but that's it as far oh, really? as that's the only I trips think. i'm counting no we gotta play you you said ucf right oh did i miss orlando yeah i we, did we sorry got, God. yeah that's mm. <sighs> you'll get you'll, you'll get through this <laughs> and then we got to go to clearwater too yeah, and then your other destinations yeah. in postseason. So. Oh, gosh. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Zach, it is one day at a time, all that. How much during the season do you think about postseason baseball? Um, so, It's got to come up. Yeah, it, yeah? it comes up. Um, this year, I really haven't thought of as much as last year. Because last year, we were just I was like, all right, let's see if we can get a national seed. Let's see RPI. And this year, I'm really just focused on like, hey, let's win this game. Yeah. And now let's win the next one. And now let's win the next one. <laughs> and let's win the next one and see where that takes us. Because if we just keep stacking days, we're going to end up in a good place. But, uh, I mean, I've thought about it. <clears throat> I've thought about whether what, what's going to happen this year, like what our possibilities could be. I haven't really thought of anything other than hosting a regional. But, uh, again, I don't, I don't really know how postseason works. I just – play where they tell me to play and when when to play well just uh that'll be 4 30 on tuesday you will be playing the That's game right. time has moved up i saw that to 4 30 and uh should be a great crowd as I, I told cj he was like man i hope it's a good crowd and i said maybe late arriving like yeah. there'll be some people there when you throw out the first pitch but i'm thinking by like middle innings yeah it like should be third, fourth fifth yeah that's what i saw i was talking to bryce and i said how many people do you think will be he's like i don't know it got moved up and i was like 3500 he's like i don't know i was like okay i don't know because I, I haven't played like, i've never played nc state this is my first time playing state 
Oh, yeah. They hadn't been on the schedule in mm-hmm. recent years. So uh, They're back on, and uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of people out there to see the Pirates and the Wolfpack go at it. Coming up on uh, Tuesday. Zach, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Good luck this week. Well, and thank you, we'll guys. Talk to you next week. Always have a blast. Thank right. you all. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU baseball players. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at pr927fm.com and follow us on social media at pr927fm to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio. The voice of the Pirate Nation.